Sometimes the enemies of Yahweh will pretend to be the friends of his people. They'll claim to be co-laborers. But enemies of God are enemies of his church. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. There were three phases as the Lord's people returned to Jerusalem from exile in Babylon. These took place after the decree of Cyrus, king of Persia. The first group was with Zerubbabel, approximately 538 B.C., the second with Ezra, about 80 years later, and the third with Nehemiah, around 445 B.C. That first phase numbered 42,360 people, and those people, under the leadership of Zerubbabel, began rebuilding the temple of God. Hear now from the book of Ezra, chapter 4, verses 1 through 5, which, like all scripture, is God-breathed, profitable for teaching, reproof, correction, and training in righteousness. Now when the enemies of Judah and Benjamin heard that the people of the exile were building a temple to the Lord God of Israel, they approached Zerubbabel and the heads of the father's households and said to them, Let us build with you, for we, like you, seek your God and we have been sacrificing to him since the days of Esarhaddon, king of Assyria, who brought us up here. But Zerubbabel and Jeshua and the rest of the heads of the fathers' households of Israel said to them, You have nothing in common with us in building a house to our God, but we ourselves will together build to the Lord God of Israel, as King Cyrus, the king of Persia, has commanded us. Then the people of the land discouraged the people of Judah and frightened them from building and hired counselors against them to frustrate their counsel all the days of Cyrus, king of Persia, even until the reign of Darius, king of Persia. Our text began with, Now when the enemies of Judah and Benjamin. Yet the group of people described that way claimed to have an interest in rebuilding the temple. They claimed to have been serving Yahweh for years, even as the returned exiles were engaged in doing. But if we turn back a few pages in our Bible, going back to 2 Kings chapter 17, we read about these people that they had been sent to Samaria by the king of Assyria. And at first we're told they did not fear the Lord, and God sent lions among them who killed some of them. So the king of Assyria said, okay, let's send some priests to teach these people about the Lord. But then in 2 Kings 17.34, we read, To this day they do according to their earlier customs. They do not fear the Lord. These Samaritans, who claimed to seek God, who claimed to want to help, were in reality polytheists. Listen to these words from the 1599 Geneva Study Bible. These professed God, but worshipped idols also, and therefore 
were the greatest enemies to the true servants of God. Don't miss that. The greatest enemies to the true servants of God are those who profess God but worship idols. The returning exiles had the wisdom to recognize that that's what these people were up to, and they rejected their offer of help, so-called. Very quickly, the true colors of the Samaritans were seen. They discouraged the people from building and sought out many ways to hinder the process. Zerubbabel and the people knew that idolatry resulted in the destruction of the temple in the first place. It was idolatry that led to the exile, and they were having no part with a people engaged in idolatry. In their return to the land, in their rebuilding project of the temple, they were not going to intermix with idolaters. Today, there are many who claim to seek Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, who are eager to offer help, if you will, in building the church. But they are enemies of our triune God, and thus enemies of the Bride of Christ, His church. We, in our day, also must have discernment and wisdom to recognize such people and to reject them. Do not be bound together with unbelievers. For what partnership have righteousness and lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? What harmony has Christ with Belial? Or what has a believer in common with an unbeliever? Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him.